Are you hungry for the usual today? Or are you ready to spice things up with the new Nashville hot brisket from Firehouse Subs? We're kicking up our slow-smoked beef brisket with Nashville hot seasoning. It's topped with melted pepper jack and our sweet and tangy slaw. Served piping hot on a toasted cornbread roll. Yeah, a cornbread roll. Save time. Order your new Nashville hot brisket on the Firehouse Subs app today. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only. Live again is Will's Take on Sports. I am the host, Will Walker. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to me this morning. Getting ready to do this podcast. 10 21, going to re- preview the World Series. Going to look into uh, what happened in the N, the F, and the L over the weekend and also in college football. So many interesting outcomes. That team, Wisconsin, got upset by the fight in the line. Illinois pulled the upset. Congratulations to Lovey Smith. Big time win for Illinois. Big time win. Maybe Wisconsin was looking ahead. They got Ohio State this weekend, so maybe they were peeking ahead just a little bit. 18, 19 year olds. Never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen in college football. Um, Before I get into. The World Series and talk about that matchup. Great pitching matchup. Great pitching matchup. Going to talk about that a little bit more in depth here shortly. But let me go ahead and tell you about what I thought about what happened in the in the F and the L yesterday. In Atlanta, Jalen Ramsey and the Los Angeles Rams were able to come to town and absolutely beat up the Atlanta Falcons. Probably chasing Dan Quinn out of town too. He might be on on that flight joining the Rams. I don't know if he's going to L.A. or maybe he's at the airport, but I know this much. He is in trouble. Falcons are having a very disappointing season, and a lot of that has to do, at first it was with their defense, but yesterday their offense didn't show up. I I saw this scuffle yesterday between (laughs) between Devontae Freeman and Aaron Donald. Not very smart (laughs) by Devontae Freeman. I've never seen this in a game. That boy Aaron Donald picked up. Devontae Freeman picked him up <laughs> off the ground as they were getting into a, a shuffle. Devontae Freeman took a swing, got ejected out of that ball game. Rams are going to be decent with, with Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if he's going to be able to carry them and push them over the top, but I know they will be a decent football team. This now gives Wade Phillips the great opportunity to be able to just lock down one side of the field. Jalen Ramsey is that dude. He is that type of cornerback. To where he will lock down one side of the field and allow them to play uh, zone everywhere, everywhere else. 
that's a tremendous help to any defense. And the Rams, they look like a decent offense again yesterday. They tried to get Tar Gurley going. He had some yards. He did score a touchdown. And Jared Goff was sufficient, needless to say. I can tell you who was not sufficient. That was Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles absolutely getting the doors blown off of them in Dallas, Texas yesterday. I don't know. I picked the Eagles to be my Super Bowl team, but they are not doing anything uh, that looks super right now. They are struggling. Um, they are now three and four, a game behind. Well, you could say two games behind the Cowboys right now, unless they are able to get even with them when they get them at Lincoln Field later this season. But yesterday, the Dallas Cowboys were able to redeem themselves. And one of the questions I'm asking: Last year, the Cowboys went on a seven and one. They finished the second half of the season seven and one after they after they acquired uh, Amari Cooper uh, in midseason last last year, and uh, they were able to get. Uh, get themselves together. They look like a offense. They looked that way yesterday. They finally was able to play a little bit better defense. They have been struggling during a three-game winning streak, and they were able to get it. I'm, st- I'm still saying that the Cowboys will not make the playoffs, but I could be wrong, and I could be out of some money because I got a bet that the Cowboys will not make the playoffs. But anyway, I'm going to call it like I said. The Cowboys played well yesterday. Give them, give them credit for what they were able to do. Another team that surprised me in their road win was the Baltimore Ravens. Earl Thomas was able to get some form of redemption. He was hurt last year in a game um, with the Seahawks as he was in a contract dispute with upper management. And then he was he was hurt. Uh, I don't know if you recall this or if you're a sports junkie that like myself, you probably remember him giving uh, Pete Carroll or the, the Seattle Seahawks sideline side a half a peace sign as he was uh, <laughs> as he was carted off the field. Um, from being injured, but he was able to get some revenge yesterday. Russell Wilson did not look like the MVP yesterday. He had his struggles. He threw a pick six to the newly acquired former Ram, uh, Marcus Peters, as he jumped that route and took it up the side, up the Seattle Seahawks sideline. So um, wasn't expecting that outcome. I, I really thought Seattle would be able to – I thought Seattle was legit, not saying that they're not, but they, they're not, but they just didn't have a good game yesterday. Um, as there, as that hype train is gonna come crashing down, as everybody's gonna analyze and try to give us uh, or give their thoughts about that whole situation. But anyway, uh, the Ravens were able to do it. Um, quickly turn this thing to my Miami Dolphins. They they were they played tough. Fitzpatrick actually uh kept the team in the ball game. The defense kept the team in the ball game. But a lot of that has to do that Buffalo just is not that stout of um, they're just not that good of an offensive team they're okay and i think that's going to be their harm to why they're not a legit super bowl contender i think they're a playoff contender though with that defense um they were able to come back in the second half of that game and really just really they really took control the dolphins got a couple got a late score to make it look respectable kicked the onside kick and the guy took it back to the house i don't think you're going to see any team get an onside kick with the new rules you can't get a running start I don't think it's going to be really hard to see anyone get a uh, get an onside kick with the way they got the new rules set up. Let's see any other interesting stats. Oh, that boy Aaron Rodgers just went slap off yesterday. He just went crazy against the Oakland Raiders. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, you know. And kudos to Green Bay. Now they are they they got a defense. They can run the ball, and if they can get some, they get these receivers back. Uh, 
especially Devontae Adams, they would definitely be legit. But they got, you know, Jimmy Graham is starting to look a little better playing. I guess I guess any wide receiver would look good playing with Aaron Rodgers or playing with a superstar caliber quarterback. You know, this is a quarterback-driven league. And when you have guys like an Aaron Rodgers or uh, Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes, unfortunately Pat Mahomes got hurt Thursday night on a quarterback sneak, never seen that before. But back to Aaron Rodgers, you know, if you have you have a, a, a quarterback that's that caliber, you give yourself a, a great opportunity to win. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and I remember Dan Marino having no defense, no running game. But the Dolphins were at least, I would say, guaranteed four wins just because how great Dan Marino was. The rest of that team was not up to par back in the 80s with Dan Marino. But Dan Marino was just good enough to give you at least four wins. And I think that's almost the same equivalent with Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or those type these type of guys, man, because they're just that doggone good. They, they really are. And Aaron Rodgers proved it yesterday. Big time game by the Packers yesterday. Um, Cousins. Minnesota still still doing well at quarterback after his receivers called him out. Cousins has been playing real well. Um, can't take that away from him. You know, you critic they criticized him. They gave him some heat. Now get to do some love. Give give him some love because the Minnesota Vikings have kind of I, I guess you could say turned around. So now that NFC North is is really going to be interesting. Detroit ain't no scrub team. They're not a scrub team under Matt Patricia. They're looking like a very solid ball club. Um, tough schedule, you know, is attributing to why they're having, you know, they're having their difficulties in the one-loss column. Um, another team that got in the left column yesterday, the New Orleans Saints, Teddy Bridgewater, is holding down the fort until Drew Brees come back. New Orleans put up 36 points on Chicago. 36 that is it's, that's that's really amazing that they were able to do that um michael thomas hey he is what he is man he was able to he was able to get his yards and do and really be a a difference maker uh against that chicago secondary that's that's something to say and teddy bridgewater like i said he's holding down the fort don't blame him for not signing. I don't blame him for not signing with the Dolphins. I don't blame him. The Dolphins had no offense in line. That man said he would rather be a backup. But he said, I'd rather be a backup with the Saints than the quarterback, the Miami Dolphins. And that was before the Larry Tonsu and Kenny Stills trade. Wow. Great foresight by Teddy Bridgewater. Got to give him that. Uh, let's see. Another outcome. Uh, the Chargers are not. They're falling back to earth after their tremendous season last year. They look like an average team. They lost on the road at Tennessee. San Francisco was still undefeated as they went to the nation's capital and won in that that uh, mud bowl that happened uh, with Washington yesterday. San Francisco's front seven is legit. They probably are the best front seven in football. Their defense is playing well. Uh they're doing just enough, and they did just enough yesterday. I mean, it was just really hard. It was really tough conditions yesterday. Indianapolis was able to beat Houston, get themselves a chance in the AFC South. Um, Jacoby Brissett played well. He, he, somebody told me before, after Andrew Luck retired, don't sleep on the coast because Jacoby Brissett is legit. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett is from South Florida. 
um, where I'm from. And uh, so I, I guess I got kind of a rooting interest for him a little bit, not a lot, but I really didn't see him doing the things <laughs> that he's doing now in regards to um, being able to replace Andrew Luck, to be quite honest with you. All right, let me turn my attention over to the World Series. Um, the Astros called uh, Jose Altuve, bottom of the ninth, two-run jack. Score tied 4-4 in that game six of the American League Championship Series, and he was able to uh, hit. He was able to move on, move the Astros on to the World Series. Well, this matchup between the Astros and the Nationals this is going to be outstanding pitching. Matt Scherzer is going to be going up against Garrett Cole in Game One. Game Two will be Steven Strasburg going up against Justin Verlander. Before I get into that preview, guess what? And I don't know if you guys knew this. Or not, but on uh, the Detroit Tigers in 2012 made the World Series, although they did um, get swept by the San Francisco Giants. But anyway, the Detroit Tigers had three of the pitchers that are that are pitching in this current World Series: Hannibal Sanchez, Matt Scherzer, and Justin Furlander were all teammates. All the pitching rotation for the Detroit Tigers in 2012. Two of those guys are, play, are pitching for the Nationals: Hannibal Sanchez and Matt Scherzer. It the Nationals have used pitching, timely hitting, and good defense to make it through the National League uh, uh, part of the um, postseason tournament. So can they keep that going against this Astros team that is loaded? Not only do the Astros have great pitching, they I'm, as Jose Altuve, Springer, Bregman, Correa, Michael Bradley Jr., this team – this is this is this is a deep Houston Astros team. They actually look better to me um, in this postseason run, or as this in this Major League Baseball season, than they did when they won the World Series in 2017. They won Game Seven 2017 in LA. This year they have home court. I mean they have home field. So can here's my question about this World Series matchup: Will the Nationals get enough offense? I see there's um, already been placed out there that this is the biggest underdog in World Series history. But can the Washington Nationals do what the L.A. Dodgers did back in 88 against a vaunted Oakland Athletics uh, offense or or team? Will they be able to do that? Will they have have a Bulldog um, Oral Hershiser? They definitely have the capability with the pitching of Scherzer, Strasburg, Sanchez, I mean, they definitely have that type. They definitely have that type of uh, pitching. But will they be able to get get hits off the Astros' um, pitching rotation with two twenty game winners with Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander? I mean, will this be an upset the likes of the L.A. Dodgers over the Oakland Athletics in the '88 World Series? We will find out. We will see. Um, before this. Uh, uh, postseason tournament started in Major League Baseball. I picked the L.A. Dodgers to to go ahead and finally capture a World Series. They are not in it. They lost in the first round. Well, they lost in the division series. Um, so, but I did pick Houston, which wasn't a real stretch. But I did pick Houston to make it to the World Series. But since one of my one of the teams that I pick is a participant in this year's World Series, I'm going to say that the Houston Astros. Uh, go ahead and capture it. I don't think it'll be as lopsided as some people think. I think the Nationals pitching will 
will keep them in the game, and they just need timely hitting in, in order to maybe get, I'll say two games. I'll, I'll go 4-2 Houston. I mean, that's not no big-time proclamation, or that's not no shock, really, given the fact, like I said, Houston's a juggernaut. This could be a this could be a team that's on a that could be on a dynasty run because those guys are young. Altuve, Springer, Korea, Bregman, they're all young. It's a young team. AJ Hinch has had he he's got the AJ Hinch is the manager. He's got a solid squad. I mean a really solid squad. So good luck to the Nationals. But I think the Astros just have too too much. Um on, on offense alone, and then they're pitching also. So I give them the 4-2 series win. All right, let me get into college football, what happened over the weekend. Like I said, Wisconsin was upset. Um, I I, I'm, I guess you can say they, this is a this, – this, well, this is not – this is a must win versus Ohio State this week. They're going to travel to the horseshoe. Can they get it together? They probably were peeking ahead. Looking ahead to that matchup, it would it's, it would have been interesting if they came into that game undefeated. They definitely would have been ranked high, but they suffered an upset um, against Illinois. So can they get it back together and uh, get their season back on track? Can their defense get back on track? Can their offense and their running game get back on track? Because Ohio State is legit. That is a legit squad. I know they haven't really played anybody, but the teams they played, they've absolutely mollywopped. They've absolutely dominated. And if they dominate Wisconsin, they will they should be ranked number one in the country. I, I would think. But the other team that I'm really interested in is they they're just playing in a weak conference. I think their only really tough test was Texas and they were able to handle that ball club. And I asked the question, should they be the number one team based upon what their out, the outcome of their games and, and what they look like? Honestly, I say no, because they just haven't really played any stiff competition. You can only beat who's on the schedule. You can that, That's all that is. And they have looked very good. I've got to give Jalen Hurt some credit. He he is looking like a like he can really throw the ball this season. He's having a good he's having a good season as far as his passing stats. No, he can run the ball. That's a given. That's what he did when he quarterbacked Alabama for two years and took them to back-to-back bowl playoff national title appearances. But he's showing that he can actually throw the ball. And I got to give Lincoln Riley some credit. I'm going to say it's 70-30. Credit goes to Lincoln Riley. 30% goes to Jalen Hurts. This is no slap against Jalen Hurts. But Lincoln Riley has taken a walk-on, a former baseball player, a baseball prospect, and now a running quarterback and make them all and made all of them look like prolific passers. Well, they all put up uh, great passing stats, and he could possibly and this guy could be possibly be the coach of three straight Heisman winners. That guy, that guy's gonna be able to demand whatever he wants from NFL or college. I'm talking about Lincoln Riley. He will be able to end in with <laughs> with a possibility with Atlanta. I don't think they pulled that trigger yet and got rid of uh, Dan Quinn, but he's going to have his opportunity to to write his own ticket. Lincoln Riley will. He can drive the price up on Oklahoma, make them make them sign him, a, make them sign a lifetime contract for him to stay there, or he going to demand some serious money when he gets to the end. If Cliff Clingsbury, who is a 500 coach in college, can get a job in the in the F and the L. 
just basically because he was Pat Mahomes' coach or based on the fact that he recruited or he had a relationship with Kyler Murray. And kudos to Kyler Murray and the doggone Cardinals. Three wins this year in seven games. They got three wins all of last year. I know the schedule. I get it. Yeah, the schedule is has been kind of weak. But three wins for the Cardinals. Wow. Chase Edmonds. Who is he? Didn't even know who he was. Wish I'd have known. I took him in my my daily fantasy that I play every Sunday. But anyway, um, then we got back to Lincoln Riley and Oklahoma Sonas. Yeah, they they just they they they've looked like the Oklahoma Sonas as you know over the last couple of years. And this year, Jalen Hurts is keeping the ball rolling. He's he's got it. They're still rolling. That that boomer scooter, scooter or whatever that thing is, it, it wasn't rolling. <laughs> it capsized over. That's not funny. It capsized over. But anyway. That just seems to be the only flaw uh, as far as Oklahoma this year. My Miami Hurricanes, eh, Danny Enos, God bless you. You need, you. need I don't understand it. I really don't. But I didn't expect anything from the Hurricanes this year anyway, and it was just simply because I, they can't block. That's really what it comes down to. Miami can't block. And apparently can't stop the run either. <laughs> it's Saturday proved. Can't kick. Just... Just, just a horrible showing. Just a horrible showing. And even with all those miscues, they still had an opportunity to win. Miami's lost the games. Lost two games by seven, one game by four, and another game by three. So they've been competitive. They haven't been having a they haven't been just totally wiped off the planet. Just that they just it just three and four. Three and four. I didn't I really only expect the Hurricanes to win six games this year. I didn't I didn't think they would be you know, no eight, nine, ten, no eight or nine game winner this year. I thought they'd only win six games. I just didn't know where the six losses would come from. But woo, that was tough to watch. Uh, let's see what else in college football that has piqued my interest. Um, tour injured, uh, high ankle sprain should be out one week. Should be back in time for that LSU matchup. LSU plays Auburn this week. LSU was able to just. <laughs> went to Mississippi State and just, again, they're slinging the ball all over the field. This is not the LSU that I know. And if you are a college football fan, this ain't the LSU you know. They are slinging that football all over the doggone field. It is, it is, Joe, give Joe Barrow some credit. Joe Barrow some credit. He transferred out of Ohio State, got his opportunity at LSU, and he is making the most of it. I was a fan of that kid after I watched him play the Hurricanes last year in the season opener. I was like, wow, LSU has a quarterback to go along with that defense. They, they got a quarterback, and he has stepped his game up big time this year. I think he's he's giving, his, uh, giving himself a chance to be uh, invited to New York for the Heisman Trophy presentation. Can he overtake Jalen Hurts? If Jalen Hurts stumble, but if Jalen Hurts keeps putting up the numbers that he's putting up and Oklahoma keeps dominating the way that they that uh, they have been so far this season, I think it's Jalen Hurts' Heisman Trophy. He will, I think he will give Lincoln Riley his third straight um, Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback again. I'm going I'm to reemphasize this. A former walk-on, a baseball product, and a running quarterback all are putting up great passing stats in Lincoln Riley's offense. Lincoln, I'm telling you, Lincoln Riley is going to be able to write. He's going to be able to demand whatever price he wants. It doesn't matter. 
That, that, that is some serious business. All right, the NBA is going to start this Tuesday night. We're going to start off with the. They're going to start off with the Pelicans and uh, the Toronto Raptors, and then that battle in LA. But first, Zion Williamson um, not playing this week. Probably going to be out for a little while as he's going to try to get healthy. Will this be this kid? Will it be a waste of a rookie season for this kid? Will he be? Will he do a Blake Griffin and a uh, um, uh, what happened to Ben Simmons? Miss his entire rookie season due to injury. Uh, Tiny Williamson's got to lose some weight. He's got to lose some weight. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've told him that, you know, it's got to get down a little bit. I mean, he's still a freak of an athlete, but the stress of an A2 game season, it, it, it's just I don't think his, he can carry that much body weight. I'm not saying something you guys haven't heard, but he does look a little heavy, and that might have something to do with the knee issues that he had in the summer league. And he's had uh, in the preseason leading into this NBA season. So maybe that may have something to do with it. Him and Joel Embiid. Need to go see that Go see that. Uh, that weight loss doctor Jennifer Hudson saw. Not Weight Watchers. Just that Just that doctor. Staple so something. I don't know. <laughs> get, them, get them jokers. Not to slim all the way down like her, but just to get, just lose some of that weight, you know. Help them boys be able to stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? Both of them. Some big boys, man. Great athletic ability. They just gotta control that weight. Anyway, the Raptors are going. The Raptors are gonna be the defending champion. They're gonna raise that banner. Kyle Lowry and crew. Congratulations to uh, Pascal Siakam for getting that extension. Um, the Raptors. If you listen to my NBA preview show, I said they'll be competitive this year. I think they should make the playoffs, barring they don't make any any uh any trades and purge their roster and rebuild but with the way their roster currently is right now they should be they should be a playoff team i don't expect them to go back to the nba finals and defend their title but i expect them to be in the playoffs and i expect them to absolutely dish rag the new orleans, new orleans pelicans uh in game one we are the north should just take care of the pelicans whether zion is there or not I think the Pelicans are going to be young and exciting, but this is that's that may be just a tall task on opening night. And the game that's going to be um, probably more hype than anything else. Can't wait to Tuesday night, ten o'clock, so that can so that hype train can go away. The L.A. Lakers going up against the Los Angeles Clippers. It's going to be Kawhi versus LeBron. Yeah, I know AD's in that game, but it's Kawhi versus LeBron. Will LeBron guard Kawhi, or will Kawhi guard LeBron? Or will this just be a glorified preseason game? Basically, you know, not that much intensity, not no playoff intensity, no no playoff intensity. Or will these two teams try to set the tone? I know one guy who's going to try to set a tone. That's Patrick Beverly. He's going he, he he only knows one way to play, and that's hard. But will the intensity intensity be there between LeBron and Kawhi? That's the that's the question. And will they guard each other? And is this a preview of the Western Conference Finals? I say it is. A lot of people say it is. But what what, what are we going to see? I know one thing I don't get. The L.A. Lakers beat the brakes off the Golden State Warriors in a preseason game last week. Steph Curry didn't play. Kevon Looney didn't play. Alec Burks didn't play. Willie Cauley-Stein didn't play. They basically beat Golden State's, I guess, G League team. Guys, they're gonna send it down to the level. Except for Draymond and D'Angelo Russell. They beat the brakes off of them. 
And the question I saw was, is KD and Le- is, is AD and Anthony Davis and LeBron James too pick and roll too dominant? Oh, wow, the Lakers look like a juggernaut. They played a G League team. And then there was no story covered when AD and LeBron missed the next game. When the Clippers, they, they ran it back. AD and LeBron missed that game. They played with Jared Dudley. Uh, who else? Some some other guys. Jared Dudley and some other guys. And, okay, Steph Curry comes back. D'Angelo Russell. And Steph goes off. And then the Warriors beat the brakes off the Lakers. How could you get anything from those two games? You know, it's the preseason for crying out loud. And, and to be honest with you, I think the NBA preseason lasts all the way to dog on the first of the year, to the turn of the calendar. Because the, the saying since I've been a kid is the NBA, they don't play hard until March anyway, or until after the All-Star break. You know, they basically just go through the motions because it's such a long season. That's why I said tomorrow night, I don't know what we're going to find out. Are, are we going to get playoff intensity from the Clippers and the Lakers in that game? Is that a tone setter? Oh, it's not really a tone setter because they still got 81 more games to go. But given that all that hype that's been given, and this is supposed to be LeBron James' comeback or the comeback season of the ages or whatever it is, and, oh, AD is going to be on this. Oh, AD is going to show, you know, he is him and LeBron are just going to be unstoppable. We going to see that in game one? You know what I'm saying? I know we live in that, in that what have you done, that this instant uh, analysis society. And I know that's going to be probably give – it's, it's going to be just, oh, my God. If, if, if the Lakers dominate the Clippers, oh, the Clippers got problems. Game one of 82 games, and the Clippers will have problems. And Paul George is not playing tomorrow. I, I, I seriously disagree with that. But we'll see. All right, guys, that's my time. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to download and listen to the show. I really appreciate it. Listen to the show on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn app, Our Heart Radio, Google Play Podcast, Spreaker website, and mobile app. Also, anchorfm.com. You can now listen to the show there. Really appreciate the downloads and the listens. If you listen to the show on any platform, Facebook, Twitter, or any of the platforms I just mentioned, Leave me a comment or like it. Also, subscribe on Google Play Podcasts. Subscribe on uh, iTunes, Spotify, All Heart Radio. Really appreciate all that. Um, I close this show the same way every single time. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I'll holler. I'm going to talk to you again on Thursday morning. Be easy. Be safe out there. for the usual today or are you ready to spice things up with the new nashville hot brisket from firehouse subs we're kicking up our slow smoked beef brisket with nashville hot seasoning it's topped with melted pepper jack and our sweet and tangy slaw served piping hot on a toasted cornbread roll yeah a cornbread roll save time order your new nashville hot brisket on the firehouse subs app today 
Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only. Hey mom, the dentist says I need braces. They'll make me look like a little kid. Well, you need to get the problem fixed now. Don't wait like I did. Uh, not another when I was your age story. No, there was no such thing as Invisalign when I was your age. What's Invisalign? They're invisible braces. I was thinking of trying them. You mean we could get braces together? Yes. Orthodontic treatment can be life-changing. Call Philbin and Reinheimer Orthodontics in Annapolis or Stevensville for a complimentary consultation today. Or visit MarylandBraces.com. 